Welcome back to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. It is episode 27, and today we're talking about the missed opportunity to evolve online beauty courses. So we're diving into kind of an interesting topic that we haven't really talked about, and hopefully this is a mindset shift for you on how you can take your online course and make it stand out from the crowd, and the opportunity that's available as course creators in the beauty space, and what we can do with online courses specifically. So if that sounds interesting to you, let's jump in. Welcome to the Beauty Brand Launchpad. I'm your host, Mark Kaiser, AKA Mr. Mags, and here we're diving deep with tangible tips, tricks, and mindsets to take your beauty business to the next level so you can stop trading your time for money and start building your future. Because I truly believe that once you've equipped yourself with the knowledge of what's possible for your beauty brand and the steps of how to get there, it's just a matter of finding the path that best aligns with you. So come join me as we go through this journey together and have this be the launchpad for the beauty business of your dreams. So again, the title of this episode, I titled it The Missed Opportunity to Evolve Online Beauty Courses. And that might sound kind of like a weird title, but it's something that I'm noticing more and more in the industry, uh, especially in the beauty industry specifically. And it's something that I want to touch on because I feel like this is an opportunity to change the beauty industry as a whole, to evolve it, to make it better, not only for you as a course creator, as a teacher, as a trainer, but also for your students, right? Like this is an amazing opportunity that we have and everything's been accelerated because of 2020, you know, online is becoming more of a standard now. And I see that as a good thing. I don't see that as a bad thing. I see that as an opportunity to have massive growth, not only in our business, but also in the way that we're teaching others, they're gonna have a massive opportunity for growth in what you're teaching. And that's really what I wanna dive into now is, what I'm seeing is missing from the industry with courses and how we can take these steps to evolve it. And so before we jump into the nuts and bolts of that, I want to, I want to talk to you about something real quick called market sophistication. And this might be a term that you haven't heard before. I don't know if it's a a commonly used term, but uh, it definitely applies to what we're talking about today. And so the best way to kind of think about this is, is kind of take back, take ourselves back a few years, you know, like uh, early 2000s, like 20, the 2010s, I mean, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, around there, where, you know, I think 2012, 2011 is when Instagram really started, you know, taking off. And it was right around the same time, like the lash industry was really starting to take off. And there weren't, there weren't a ton of lash product brands specifically. Like there was kind of the original OGs of, of the group, but there wasn't really much outside of that. And so, with Instagram, uh, Instagram becoming more and more uh, a staple for people to promote themselves and brands and uh, people were going on there to learn more about lashes and uh, lash products and everything else like that. Uh, the, the market sophistication, I'm going to just speak directly to lashes as a whole, like, um, because that's what I'm most familiar with because I was able to see this firsthand with my wife being in the lash industry. But the market sophistication in those early 2010s there, it was very new. There wasn't a ton of market sophistication. And what I mean by that, it was you can take a brand and just by them showing up on social media with their products basically meant that they were going to get sales. They were going to get followers. They're going to get engagement because there really wasn't anyone else to go to. You had like just a couple people and you're like, okay, that's, that's where I'm going to go. Like these people are giving me what I want and I don't really have any other options. Right. 
And so that's when there was low sophistication. And so basically by them just showing up, it just kind of guaranteed their success in a way, right? Like they didn't really have to put anything out there that was mind blowing because there just weren't any other options. And, and what I noticed was um, I was talking with, with a friend of ours, of Maggie and my, and she was, she was working on her products business and she just wasn't getting the traction that she wanted, right? Like she was a little later into the game. She's only maybe a few years in there and she just wasn't gaining the traction that she was hoping for. Like she was doing all the right things, right? The quote unquote right things. And she was, you know, posting consistently. She had great products and whatever else, but they weren't taking off. And the reason was, is because the market got more sophisticated. There was more brands and it, with more brands and more options, it's harder to stand out. It's easier for you to get lost in the noise and, and the crowd and everything else like that, unless you have something truly different or your message around what you uh, sell is completely different. And so she was struggling getting her brand to take off and she, she was doing all the right things. She was showing up, she was talking about her products. You know, she had a great website, everything. It just wasn't really working for her. And so I could tell she was getting frustrated because it's hard to put your heart and soul into something and just not get anything back. Right? Like we all know how frustrating that could be. And so, you know, I hadn't talked to her in a little bit and, and we were catching up. And she told me that she spent like $2,500 on someone to redesign her website, like new branding, new everything and everything else like that, because she thought that was the difference. And it, it hurt me to hear that because I was like, cause one, she wasn't happy with it. It wasn't, it didn't turn out how she wanted, but two, she was going down this route. She was focusing on her brand, the colors, you know, the aesthetic and everything else like that. But that wasn't her, the reason why she wasn't getting sales. The reason why she wasn't getting sales is was, was she wasn't solving a problem, right? There's other people who were solving their, that problem for the people she was trying to serve already. And so what she really should have been focusing on was focusing on a way for her to stand out and speak to the problem directly or solve a different problem or a bigger problem, right? It's all about fine tuning things so you stand up from the crowd because if you just keep regurgitating what everyone else is doing and you're like, my product's great with this, my product's great with that. And you're selling tweezers and lash, uh, uh, adhesive and lashes and whatever else. Like there's really no difference between the two. You're like, oh, I could go with this smaller brand, but I'm familiar, more familiar with this one. So I'm just going with them because I don't really see a difference. Right? Like it's really hard to stand out that way. But if you get your messaging around it and just being like, you know, focusing on what problems these people are having and why they want to buy, buy your products in the first place. Maybe they're struggling with their glue and they can't get it to work and they're having really bad adhesive. Well, make your, your adhesive, you know, the retention fixer, like the, the number one, you know, thing to fix your retention and have all your messaging, your copy on your website, talk about that, have a video explaining like, Hey, this is how you fix your retention problems. I'm going to show you how with my blank product. You know, speak to them differently. Understand that people, well, this is kind of hard to say because I feel like <laughs> uh, it, this is true to a certain extent. But what I'm saying is that people don't just buy products just for the sake of buying products. Like that's not entirely true because I've seen it with, <laughs> you throw anything with lashes on it, like a t-shirt or a necklace, people are gonna buy that just because they're diehards about what they do. But 
when they're comparing it to other people in your uh, other products, you gotta you gotta speak to what they're struggling with because they're not just gonna buy just cuts, right? And so, if people are struggling with retention, then have your adhesive be the solution. But you gotta speak to that problem first, and then bridge and have your adhesive be the bridge to get to their desire, right? Like problem is, uh, their lashes aren't seen on their clients. The clients are unhappy. Um, and their desire is to have an amazing clientele that loves their lashes. They come in every two to three weeks with basically full coverage and like they couldn't be happier. And the, the bridge to get from the problem to the desire is your adhesive and that's how you position it. And so, you know, I, I bring this up because we're seeing this with online courses too. Online courses are getting, the market's getting more and more sophisticated. Everyone you know is launching another course. And if you're in the lash industry, everyone's launching a volume course, right? Like they're basically launching everything else that everyone else is doing. They're not evolving. They're not doing something different. And that's really what I want to talk about because it's not just, it's not just courses, but it's, you see it on social media as well, right? You go through your, your Instagram feed. And if you follow people in the beauty industry, you're seeing that they're doing the exact same things. And they've been told, Hey, you got to do reels. And this person was successful with their reels by doing this, this, and that. And so you see everyone just pointing at the screen and holding it, pointing at the screen, holding, you know, but they're just regurgitating the same things. They're not, they don't, they're not coming at it with a different message. They're not solving any problems. They're just doing what everyone else is doing. And so again, you're getting lost in the crowd. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing yourself a huge disservice. And then people start complaining about why the Instagram algorithm isn't working for them and they're not getting the engagement and whatever else. And they're doing everything that they're supposed to. You're, they're posting reels every single day or twice a day or whatever it is, just frantically trying to get this to work, but they're not doing anything different. They're not separating themselves from the crowd. And so that's, that's really the challenge for you is how am I different from everyone else? How am I unique and how can I uniquely solve the problems of the other people? And how do I create something that's shareable, right? What gets people excited? What speaks to them? What makes them self-identify and say, hey, that's me. That's what I'm struggling with. Or, hey, that's me. That's what I'm working towards. Or, hey, like this changed my mindset, my perspective on something. Like you, you, gotta, you gotta be different, right? If you're, I heard uh, there's, a, there's a coach, uh, a course that I signed up with all about messaging. And inside of his course, he talks about, how, you know, in a sea of cats, you know, there's going to be some gray cats and some are going to paint themselves orange to stand out, but they're still a cat regardless. He's like, what I want you to do is be the purple bulldog in the group. Like, I want you to be so out there and speak to your truth and what you believe in and notice the things that are wrong in your industry and what could be better and how to help them and like be that bulldog in the sea of cats. And that's basically what I'm getting at here is um, talking about how we have an opportunity. We're really at the ground level here. Like, yes, everyone's coming up with their different courses and I'm not trying to dissuade you from launching your course, but what I'm trying to get at is this is an opportunity to evolve, right? This isn't, if your idea of launching an online course is just taking what you've already taught in person and then just making some videos and throwing it online, that's a huge missed opportunity, right? Like you're not serving your students at the best level. And you're not serving yourself because that's what everyone else is doing. You're just getting lost in the crowd. You're just another cat, 
maybe with a different color, right? You're not, you're not really standing out. And so what you can do here to stand out from the crowd is just start asking yourself questions and like be, be critical of what you're seeing in the industry. Like what is missing? What's missing from the industry that's ultimately going to help your students get to from point A to point B. They have this problem. They, they want to learn the technique that you have. So what steps do they need to get there? And what are the things can you do to complete the whole experience? Because a lot of times when you solve one problem, when you get them from point A to point B, then they're like, okay, but how do I get to C? Like I've learned the technique, but how do I get clients? Like, how do I track them? Right? So that's a whole new, another problem. So when you solve a problem, you open up more problems. And so this is the opportunity for us to dive deep, right? I posted, uh, at the time of the recording of this uh, podcast, um, I think it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week I posted a post saying that two day in-person courses aren't setting up your students for success. And my whole argument with that was, is that, Hey, if these two day in-person courses were so successful, then these students would be leaving with everything that they needed to be successful in their business. But that's not the case. Like most of them are leaving, feeling overwhelmed and they don't have the practice time. And they were just bombarded with all this information and trying to retain it. And they're frantically scribbling notes. Right. And it's just not the best learning environment, right? Like the pressure's on, they're in a space that they're not used to. Right. And then, then you're kind of throwing them into the deep end and like, Hey, okay, now do what we just showed you do this on a client, do this on your model and we'll see how you do. Right. And it's, it can be stressful. It can be really, really stressful. And so by the end of those two days, they're completely overwhelmed. They only retain a fraction of the information that you're teaching. And then that leads them to either taking another course or refresh your course or whatever else. Right. And so my argument was that with online courses, you don't have to cram everything into two days. Like you have the benefit to let them go at their own pace. So they're actually mastering the concepts that you're teaching, right? And they can get the practice and repetition that they need because any new skill set, any new learning, it takes repetition, it takes repetition for the brain to actually process it. And so that was my argument in in that Instagram post. And that's really our opportunity here is that we can go deep. We can go deep with with our students and depth is what they're craving. Right now they are craving depth. They don't want just the surface level stuff. They don't want the things that they could just go onto YouTube or, you know, uh, browse through some hashtags on TikToks and learn basically what you're teaching. Like they want more, like they, they don't want just, you know, they, they don't want just the appetizer. All right. Or they don't want the Costco sample. Like they want, they want the depth. And so that really comes down to taking a step back and thinking about, okay, what, what is the student's core desire? So if they're in the beauty industry, their core desire is to make money, right? They're, they're doing this as a job. So if their core desire is to learn, is to earn money and you're teaching them a skill set, then that skill set that they're learning is just a vehicle for them to attract more clients. And when they attract more clients, they can make more money. Or if they learn this new skill set, they can raise their prices and attract more clients and make more money, right? Everything comes down to them making more money. And so if you take a step back and understanding what their core desire is, then you can kind of fill in those blanks and be like, okay, not only are you going to get the technique that I'm going to teach you, but I'm going to teach you how to attract these clients. And I'm going to show you how to appropriately price your services and how to build your clientele and how to do this and how to do that and how to brand yourself on Instagram and set yourself up as an expert in how to use referrals, right? Like there's so many things you can do or like here are some templates 
some like consent form templates or here is how to format your website to make sure it's easy for them to book with you. Like there's so many different things and there's so many different aspects that go beyond just teaching them a technique and regurgitating what you're doing on it in these in-person courses. And to go along with that is like, you don't have to just teach a technique. Like there's plenty of people really teaching what you teach, right? So maybe you can come at it at a different angle and just be like, hey, this is how you get clients. This is how to use Google uh, ads to get clients. This is how to do this, how, this is how to whatever, right? Like there's so many different opportunities there that you don't just have to focus on, this is how you do a particular technique. This is how you, you do gel nails. This is how you paint. This is how you like paint balayage, whatever, you know? Like there's, there's more to it. And I just want you to just take a step back because I feel like we're just, we're just running as fast as we can. We're just like, I don't know where I'm going, but if I keep running, I feel busy and I know I'm moving forward because if I stop, then I actually have to get real with myself and I have to like actually take a look at my business and see what's working, what's not, and see if, um, where I'm going is actually where I want to go and how I want to serve my different students. Right? So like, take a moment, take a breath, give yourself some time to reflect on what's available for you here and how you can move the industry forward. Because the more that you evolve, the more that you uh, solve bigger problems and the better you articulate those problems and what's missing from the industry and what your students need to be successful, like the better you package that together, the better you're gonna stand up from the crowd. And it's going to become the no brainer choice for people to sign up with your course because you've given them so much value by understanding where they're at currently and the problems that they're facing and the things that they need to truly be successful. Not just another course. They, they're not signing up for the course. They're signing up for the transformation. They want the transformation. They're going for the desire. Your students are in a position where they're tired of struggling. They're tired of feeling the pain. And so finally, they're like, enough is enough. I've tried it my way. I'm going to go with you because you seem like you can fix my problem. And like, that's, that's where they're at right now. And so you're giving them an opportunity for transformation, but you got to go deep. You got to give them what they actually need. Right. And so that's my soapbox. <laughs> I know that's a bit of a rant there, but it's so, it's so important. Like just be original. <laughs> is what it comes down to. And the only way that you can give yourself an opportunity to be original, again, is to take a step back, be quiet, get off your phone, go within, ask yourself hard questions, and continually ask yourself questions like, how can I improve this? How can I improve this? How can I improve this? Like, this is okay, how do I make it better? And, and just work through it, give yourself an opportunity to work through it instead of just focusing on the next thing or throwing more on your plate to distract yourself. I think we're really, really good at that. We're really good at distracting ourselves. We are always on our phones, or if we're, if we're not on our phones and we're done with work, we're on TV. Like, like it's, we never give ourselves some time of just like peace and quiet and reflection. And so like, if you're not doing that currently, I challenge you to do that because that's where the best ideas are gonna come. Like the shower, is one of the best area, the best times where I get the best ideas. You know why? Because I don't have my phone. I don't have anything else to distract me. It's just me standing there naked in the shower and ideas will come in. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's exactly what I've been like needing. Like that's the missing piece, right? So the more often that we can give ourselves space 
to figure out what we need and be in the silence and let intuition come in and, and let things download, you know, from, from our infinite universe, whatever you want to call it, God, whatever it else it is. Like the only way that's going to happen is if we're quiet and we're not reacting constantly to everything. Like if we're constantly reacting, then we're not creating. So we have to be in a position to be able to create. But the, the next thing that I want to talk about is that to, invo- to evolve the online beauty course space is that you need to understand that your students are looking for connection more now than ever, especially with everything that's happened on with the, uh, the past two years is that your students are looking for connection because they, they felt alone in this journey in a lot of ways. Like there was a lot of scary things going on. There was times that their businesses were taken away from them. And so they're looking for someone to show them the way they're looking for that leader and they're looking to connect with other people to show them that, Hey, you're not alone. Like, Hey, you're heard. Like you're not the only one in the situation. Like I totally understand what you're going through. Like let's work through it together and giving them a safe space to voice this and hear from other people and get their perspectives. Like, so the more that you can connect with your students and give them a community, give them a safe space to connect with others, to connect with you, the better off it's going to be for, for you and your success, because you're going to create diehard fans that will follow you every step of the way because they feel connected to you. But also it's going to serve them in such a deep way too. And it's going to give them a better transformation and it's going to shift perspectives. And they're going to think of things that they might've not thought of before, unless they were in that group setting. Like, I know that's been the case for me, like the trainings and courses that I've been through, the community aspect is almost always more beneficial than the training material itself. Just seeing other people, their success, seeing what's available, what's possible, like that is so inspiring for me. And then I'll jump on these group coaching calls if they offer them and someone will ask a question. I'm like, oh, that's a genius question. And that's a genius response. I never would have thought of that. Like I'm gonna apply that to my business, right? And so it's like who you surround yourself, what you surround yourself with is gonna dictate how you approach things and how your outlook is and right. And everything else like that. I think it was, who said this? Was it Napoleon Hill? I can't remember. Or maybe it was like Stephen Covey. Maybe it was Stephen Covey. Or no, it was, his name's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, maybe it's Jim Rohn. I think, I think it was Jim Rohn. And he said, uh, you are the culmination of the five people you spend the most time around. So whether it's friends, family, whoever it is, your spouse, like, whoever you surround yourself, like that's basically your baseline. Like you'll rise to whatever level they do. Like if they're ultra successful, then that's what you're going to rise to as well. Cause you want to fit into the club. You want to fit into the tribe, right? It's uh, and the same goes if they're just fine with mediocrity or they have a nine to five job or whatever else like that. Like if that's their standard, that's going to be your standard as well, because that's what's comfortable. And that's what you're used to. Like there's this, the story about the, I think they're crabs, like there's crabs in a bucket and like, there's nothing, there's no lid on it or anything else like that. Um, because every time a crab tries to get up and get out of the bucket, the other crabs will pull them down back down with them. And so like, this is no different. And so by giving your students an opportunity by you yourself, giving yourself an opportunity to be in other communities is going to just benefit everything. It's going to help evolve the industry because you're going to get perspectives that are outside of the industry. That's a topic that I'm going to touch on here in a second, 
but your students are gonna see what's possible to, for them too inside of your community when you launch your online courses. With that, do whatever you can to acquire new skill sets and new perspectives outside of whatever industry you're in, outside of the beauty industry, right? Like learn different business tactics from people who are in business and are doing things that you wanna do. Read books, like I know you probably, okay, I shouldn't say this, like you might not be into self-development and self-improvement and things like that, but like those books, they shift your perspective and they help you think differently, right? Like do whatever you can that's outside the beauty industry because what's happening is that you're just creating, uh, not you, but we are just creating an echo chamber where people are just repeating and regurgitating the same things over and over again. And that's why we have copycats. And that's why people are just following certain trends and certain styles is because they're just stuck in this echo chamber and they're not getting outside of their industry and learning from different people. And, and that's my challenge for you is like, search out these people, search out these skill sets that you can learn. Like what's gonna move your business forward and you know, do you need to learn like some graphic design or do you need to learn how to take some photos and improve your brand that way? Or maybe you need to be better on video and maybe you need to communicate better or, you know, how can you be um, more outgoing, whatever it is, right? Like there's so many different things that we can apply to our business, especially because we're personal brands and we have to wear a lot of these different hats, like go outside of the beauty industry. Like that's where you're gonna find some of the gold nuggets and that's how you're gonna evolve the industry as a whole because you can take what you've learned from those, those other industries and bring it back to the beauty industry. And every time you do that, it expands, it evolves and it gets better. And so that's my challenge for you because I can say from my personal life, I'm, I don't know if everyone's like this, I would say that I'm pretty lucky to have this kind of curiosity mindset. And like when I see something, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I don't just stop there. It's usually like, oh, that's really cool. Let me learn how to do that. And so I went through this series of progression just, you know, in my late teens and through my 20s and now into my 30s where I just kept acquiring and learning new skill sets. Like I learned graphic design in high school and I kept working on that and I would, you know, design logos and brochures and all these different things and I was acquiring new skill sets. And then that led to me learning photography and doing video and all these different things and all those different skills, you know, and I learned how to code and all these different things. Like I tried a lot of things and I realized the things that I didn't uh, want uh, and didn't want to pursue, but also gave me like an amazing skill set that I could tap into. And so now when I'm doing these online courses, I can use my graphic design background to create a logo for my course. And, you know, learning how to design brochures helps me design layouts for my course uh, sales pages. And then I can, you know, learn copywriting and I can learn marketing and I can learn how to create ads. Like these are all these things that I taught myself because I came in with a curiosity mindset. And so the more that you can learn again from outside the beauty industry, the more it's gonna serve you. Like me knowing how to do video and having a video background made it really easy to create and launch Maggie's online course, right? Like there was that big friction point that was there for a lot of people we just didn't have because we already had the equipment. We know how to use it. We know how to make, make it look good and professional. So like, let's just put it together. Right. And it's all because I took the time to build up those skill sets. So like constantly be the forever student. Like that was probably the best thing that you could do is just keep learning, you know, don't get complacent and like keep pushing yourselves. Um, and just keep continuing, uh, to gain these skill sets. Right. And what was cool, is that with me having a video and a photo background, 
I could teach that to Maggie. And she was able to take a camera to work and take photos of her students, uh, of her clients, I mean. And so then she was getting really awesome photos of her clients and that built up her brand and it made people more aware of her and whatever else. And because she started becoming known for the quality of her photos, we were able to create a photography course. And here's the thing. There's a ton of photography courses out there. Like there's probably a thousand or more courses out there that teach you photography, you know? But what we did is we, we were able to niche down and we're like, oh, this is a photography course specifically for lash artists. So we're gonna show you everything that you need to get out, get the most out of your phone and your professional camera that's just sitting there collecting dust because you don't know how to use it. And so that's what we did and it was a slam dunk. But that wouldn't have happened if I didn't gain the skill set to learn how to use my camera myself and teach it to Maggie. And then we were able to create a course, right? We were able to create a course at the time that no one else had done. No one was teaching how to take really good photos as a lash artist. And so that's what I mean by gaining outside experience and knowledge because it just it's going to help you stand out. And that's ultimately in the name of the game. It's just like the more that you stand out, the easier it's going to be for you to be successful. Plain and simple. Like be that purple bulldog that we talked about that I talked about in a sea of cats. Like it's really the best way to go about it. And so to kind of wrap things up here, really what I what I want to reemphasize is that the market is getting more and more sophisticated. So what can you do to stand out? What is your unique voice? What is your unique solution? And what's your unique message? How can you truly understand the problems that your students are going through or your potential students are going through? And how can you get them there faster, they're quicker and in the most convenient way, right? Like that's what you need to be thinking about. And then get do as much as you can to get outside perspectives outside of the beauty industry learn things about business that you haven't learned before learn how to create create ads learn how to do persuasive copywriting learn how to take great pictures for your brand do whatever you can and build up these skill sets because they're always going to serve you no matter what direction you go even if you leave the beauty industry you can take those skills with you right and so I'm going to leave you with that message. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope this has got the wheels turning for you and hopefully it's shifted how you think about approaching your online course instead of just regurgitating what everyone else is doing or just taking an in-person course and throwing it up online. Like, yeah, that's great and all, but like we can go deeper and your students want depth and they want connection. So let's give it to them. So with that being said, thank you so much and I'll see you on the next episode. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot and share and tag me in your Instagram stories. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every like, review, and share helps spread the Beauty Brand Launchpad message and is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.